Welcome to the Green Sky Social Work Podcast. My name is Green Sky and I'm a clinical social worker in private practice and a social work college professor. This is part three of a 10-part series on the very serious topic of suicide for anyone interested in learning more about this topic. The topic for part three today is teenage depression and suicide. We know from the first part in the series that Suicide is the number eight killer in the United States. So death by suicide ranks as number eight across the entire United States. For adolescents, death by suicide is the third leading cause of death for teenagers between the age of 15 all the way up to 24. And in rural areas, um, it is the number two cause of death for um, teenagers who live in rural areas. Why is this the case? Well, in rural communities, um, people are, tend to be very isolated. There's fewer people. And what we know is that social isolation tends to be one of the reasons why people can go through, can spiral out of control and um, try to commit suicide because we know that we are social creatures. We're human beings. We need a support network. We need a support network that is um, giving us life, giving us encouragement. And so if you do not have this support network and you feel all alone, you are more likely to die by suicide. Um, and so what do we do by this, about this? You know, going a little further and trying to look at some of the research um, on adolescent suicide, um, one of the things to keep in mind is that most suicides occur for teenagers in the home directly after school. And most of those suicides are precipitated by some sort of interpersonal conflict. So suppose a teenager is um, having a difficult time with their parents and they go to school and they their boyfriend breaks up with them or their girlfriend dumps them and um, they go home and they had a very difficult time. As soon as they come home between 3 and 7 p.m. is a really good time for them to be alone. And in that alone state, they feel like their life is out of control and um, it increases their risk of suicide. So one of the things that decreases, decreases the risk of harm to themselves is to think about trying to um, occupy this very critical time with activities um, that will help them deal with some of the issues. So maybe if it's a teenager who is in, over the age of 16, sometimes employment might be something to think about. Um, also some educational opportunities or community events, anything like that can decrease the risk of harm. Also, um, what research has found is that the role of public humiliation is one of the main reasons why teenagers would try to commit suicide. This really makes sense because, um, you know, the time of a teenager is a time where you're trying to develop your identity, you're trying to figure out who you are. And in that process, um, it's, you can become very insecure with yourself. You're not quite sure who you are. Um, you want to try on different things and figure out what type of social groups you want to hang out with and, are, you know, who are you going to be? And so the role of public humiliation, being humiliated in school, 
um, is one of the things that will increase the risk of suicide. And so we all know about uh, the different cases, and I know there's plenty of them that we can refer to, but um, there was one case where um, a teenage girl um, got into a fight. And in that fight, somebody recorded that fight and put that on social media. And um, that recording actually went viral and everybody in her school saw her get beaten up. And so what did she do? She came home from school and she committed suicide. So, um, you know, another thing um, that's um, one of the factors for suicide is... um, the LGBTQ population. So teenagers, again, you're trying to find yourself. So if you decide, oh my goodness, I think that I am not heterosexual, that I may be questioning exactly who I am in terms of my sexuality, that increases the risk of depression. And actually, individuals um, who are part of the LGBT, which is lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, questioning Uh, plus group are four times more likely to attempt suicide than the regular population. Again, so, you know, um, it can become very isolating, you know, to decide and try to think about who you are, especially if you do not have a very support, uh, um, a support network that can help you deal with some of these issues of development. Contemplating suicide for adolescents is actually very common. Um, Some of the research is saying that one out of every five adolescents seriously thought about committing suicide. 20% of adolescents. So think about five teenagers you know, one of them considered committing suicide. And so, um, you know, And then almost as many have actually gone further to even plan a suicide. But in terms of actually completed suicides, one out of every 12 um, have actually attempted suicide every year in the past year. So if you look at a teenager, you think about 12 teenagers, one out of those 12 have attempted suicide in the past year. And, you know, the two, there are two major, um, factors that impact whether a teenager commits suicide and that's conflict with your parents and bullying. And of course, we talked about the role of public humiliation, but cyberbullying is always something um, to consider um, when um, thinking about whether someone would commit suicide. And we talked about the fact that social media can play a role in that public humiliation. So again, um, when looking at interventions, you always need to keep in mind what is the after school plan? You know, uh, the good thing to do since the depression and suicide is so common among this group is to also think about maybe that's a great time to have a therapy session is right after school so that you can have someone who is um, trained in dealing with adolescent suicide and depression, a trained person to meet with that teenager right at that critical time. So suicide and depression um, is pretty common with this age group. And there are some things that we can watch for in terms of symptoms of depression, anxiety, and some verbal and behavioral clues that um, we can look for that might be a sign that a teenager is thinking about committing suicide. Well, one of the verbal cues um, to think about is that some teenagers might joke around about suicide. They'll say it in a very like 
um, passing tone or, you know, make jokes about suicide, you know, that's a time where you might want to pause and say, hey, is this something that you might be thinking about? You know, and having that conversation with them about it. Remember, it is, um, you know, it's not going to increase suicide just because you talk about it. Okay, talking about it actually decreases someone's um, suicide attempt. Um, Maybe a teenager is making a statement like, I wish I could run away forever. I wish I were dead or I wish I could disappear forever. Or um, maybe if I died, people would love me more. So you have these sort of fantasies about what would happen if I commit suicide. If I'm not here anymore, I could get back at my parents, you know. And so there's sort of a fantasy about, okay, if I'm die, if I died, then we'll see how everybody operates. Then I can get the last word. Because remember, it's about power and control when it comes to teenage suicide. Some of the behavior clues for suicide would be... Um, very risky behavior. I know I worked with um, students in inner city and sometimes they'll join a, a gang or they'll play with guns or they'll be obsessed with guns and knives and, you know, very violent. They surround themselves around violence um, with TV shows and movies that they watch. And so um, also some risky behavior would also include running into traffic or cutting yourself um, having um, several accidents that result in injury, like close calls or a brush with death, that could be a behavioral clue that this person is just trying to have a death death wish, you know. And um, another behavioral clues um, that a teenager might be thinking about suicide and maybe suffering from depression and anxiety is increased use of alcohol or drugs. That's another clue that might let us think, okay, how are you feeling? Are you feeling depressed? Do you need to get some help? And um, lastly, children and adolescents with depression in particular um, may be at high risk for suicide if they really believe actually that they are going to go to a better place, that if they die, all their problems will go away and that um, after they die, they can be born again. Or after they die, um, things will be better all around. So they don't really understand that it's a sense of permanency, okay? And so sometimes people get preoccupied with death and think, okay, what is life going to be like for me on the other side? Um, another another thing on the flip side is that there are some teenagers, especially with teenage girls, they can also become very perfectionistic. You know, they want to get everything right. They can't make a mistake. Um, they have these tendencies where everything needs to be perfect. And so those individuals have a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety that they're dealing with. Um, and so, you know, uh, you know, teenagers, even children sometimes feel hopeless. They feel that things will never, ever get better and that they will never feel better because they are in so much pain and are dealing with so many things that they're, they're never going to get better. And so it's important if you come across teenagers to be very positive with them, to validate their feelings, no matter how trivial it may seem to you, it is very real to them. And it's pain and uncertainty that they are feeling. And it's important that you can become a trustworthy individual that will help them get through everything that they are experiencing. And this is Green Sky. Thank you very much for listening to the Green Sky Social Work Podcast.